I'm Dana Lloyd. Welcome to Soul Sister Conversations, the podcast, where you will be inspired and empowered to connect more deeply with your authentic self as we explore topics of personal development, leadership, and spirituality. Your journey to your most authentic self starts right now. Do you have physical pain that just won't go away? Nagging emotional issues? Michael Lozier is a certified emotion code practitioner who helps people eliminate their pain. His practice is based on the work of Dr. Bradley Nelson, who authored Emotion Code. Pain is trapped emotion, energy, and through muscle testing, Michael connects to the energy of others to help them identify and delete trapped emotions. In this episode, he explains Emotion Code and the work he does, and he tells lots of interesting and funny stories, too. This is a special episode because we have two volunteers on the show who Michael helps live, one with an emotional issue and one with a physical issue. This is definitely a woo-woo episode, but oh, so fascinating. Let's dive in. Please note, the method that Michael talks about and demonstrates in this episode is not intended for medical diagnosis. Please seek proper professional advice for physical and emotional concerns. Have you always wanted your own personal coach? Well, now you can have one. Sign up for my weekly newsletter called Coach in Your Inbox, where I give you an inspirational message along with a coaching question for the week. Plus, you'll always be up to date with who is on the podcast and get my latest book recommendation. I value my relationships and community with others. So let's start a relationship. Go to DanaLloydLeadership.com to sign up. Michael Lozier, welcome back to Soul Sister Conversations. Hello, welcome. I'm glad to be here again today with the new subject today. Yes, and we had so much fun last time, and it was a very popular episode, and it was all about the law of attraction. You're the how-to guy, and that was episode 183, and I'd wondered if you'd chat with me again, and I was delighted that you said yes. And you're right, we're going to be talking about something different today, and it's called Emotion Code, and you are are a certified emotion code practitioner and this is work based on the work of dr bradley nelson there's actually a book called emotion code and i began reading it for this um and it was super interesting um so what first of all what is emotion code what is an emotion certified emotion code practitioner which you are well you know how we use the expression that we carry stress on our shoulders Mm -hmm. i've got stress in my shoulders well ironically it is a feeling but it's not stress So the emotion code uh, practitioner like myself has the ability to identify the emotion. And when I know the emotion by its full name, I can delete it. So imagine that someone's got pain across their shoulder blades and they're saying their shoulder blades hurt. Now there's two old emotions. These are these emotions that a person experienced that they never processed. They never cried. They never told anybody. They never went to therapy. All of us have that one emotion that we held in. We never shared, like like the time we were humiliated. We never told anybody. Those emotions are still in us, and they're causing physical pain. So when people say they have stress on their shoulders, it might not be stress, but I can delete it if I know its name. So as a practitioner, I have the ability to talk with somebody and use muscle testing, find out on a chart of 60 emotions, which emotion is causing this pain or which emotions each emotion is the size of a baseball. So imagine having two of them in the lodged in the side of your neck. Well, no wonder you can't move your neck. You've got two baseball sized energies. So 
And so is this energy work then? Well, it's so new, it hardly has a name. You know, Uh, I would, uh, in my business, I call it releasing negative emotions. Mm. So it's energy work, not to, not to give you good energy, but to remove negative energy. And, you know, the best way to have positive energy is to get rid of negative energy, right? The best way to be more positive is to be left negative. So when people are having physical pain, I'm deleting the emotions that are causing it. So is it possible then that people have this trapped energy, trapped emotions without even recognizing it? As you said, most people just say, oh, I have stress in my shoulders. I can't move my neck. Yeah, they got aches and pains or, you know, a common thing is when people are feeling, when they're feeling fear, they get an upset stomach. You see all these emotions or 60 of them, all the emotions on the chart, they collect around an organ. So the stomach is where fear goes to. Matter of fact, horror and peeved, you know, the blaming and dread. And, the, you know, these are five emotions that people say, oh, my God, my stomach is so upset. So in a session, uh, it's usually uh, a b- big ball of energy of um, fear. And I delete it and they can feel instant relief. Hmm. It's so interesting. So then it is are the are the emotions associated with different organs and how does that correlate i guess is that the work of the study or the research done on yeah that? that's dr brad's research and he was a chiropractor and saw a lot of um a lot of patterns when things happen you know for example on the chart these will make sense but around the heart here's old emotions that collect around the heart abandonment right that's about the heart betrayal forlorn heartache vulnerability so they all collect around the heart because they're all kind of heart related. And then, for example, like in the liver, in the bladder, in the gallbladder, and those areas, that's where anger gets stored, right? So, you know, when people drink alcohol, they say that people get angry when they're, when they're drinking. Be- yeah. It's because the, the emotion of anger and hatred are stored in the liver. So when someone's drinking, they're making the liver work really hard. It's having to... You know, it's, it's process not, it's, yeah, it's process yeah. it. And what's going on? My liver's, you know, it's called a disruption. So when the liver get dis, gets disrupted, it agitates the feelings in it, which are, here's five of them, anger, bitterness, guilt, hatred, and resentment. Does that sound like somebody in a drunk fight somewhere? You know, <laughs> yeah. and with all due respect, that's why, because what's well, funny when people smoke marijuana, there's no impact to the organ. So that's why they don't. People say, oh, well, people that smoke pot don't get angry because it doesn't affect the liver like the um, uh, like the, the disruption of the I'll kidney. Yeah. 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 And, that, that, that is fascinating. Yeah. And I'm doing it's, a lot of people uh, work with people that are anxious about things or they have panic attacks. So, oh. so, so let me paint you the cartoon story. In a session, someone might say that they're anxious a lot. You know, they're anxious to go to school. They're anxious to meet people. They're anxious to call. They just have anxiety, anxiousness. So through muscle testing, I can find out when that happened. I could go back with, with yes or no questions. I would say, did this happen in 2022? No, 2021? No, I can go, oh, 2018. Oh, yes or no question. Did it happen in January? No, February. No, March. Oh, it happened in March 2018. So I can go right to the day of the event. And I'd say, so on that day, you had an experience where there was some kind of despair or anxiety and you never processed it. That means you you held on to it. And many times people say, oh, I remember that. I panicked that day. So these are unprocessed emotions. 
So every time that person has anxiousness, it's caused by one old emotion. It's like a little pimple that keeps popping up its head. Hey, remember me? Hey, remember me? But I have the ability to delete that old emotion so it can't pop up so you don't feel it ever again. And there's so all our physical and emotional pains basically related to trapped emotions then? Well, uh, in my experience, in my experience, they all have been. There hasn't been a time, you know, I've got 1,400 clients in 17 countries, and there's never been a case where things couldn't get corrected, like major things. You know, people that have, I helped a woman that had a scheduled hip surgery. So imagine her right hip had four baseball-sized emotions. No wonder she couldn't put her hip down or there was no flexibility. So literally just on the call, those emotions get removed, and then the, the ball of the hip went back into place again because that energy wasn't giving it pressure. The same thing with mm -hmm. kidneys. People that have, you know, they, they say they got pressure up their kidneys. Well, what's causing the pressure? It's a baseball-sized emotion. So I work with people to find, I, and the question would be, do I have some old emotions that have collected around my kidney that are causing this kidney pressure? It's either a yes or a no. And if it's a yes, then I can use the chart and find it. So I'm helping a lot of people pee less because they don't have all these emotions <laughs> yeah. pressed up against their bladder and their, uh, well, their, that's their fascinating. And so on. Yeah, oh, yes. So, so why are emotions, uh, maybe this is a much bigger question, you know, why are emotions, I guess we often say, we, you know, we're processing. So why do emotions get stopped or why do they, the processing gets interrupted? Well, I, you know, that's, that's a question for the Dr. Brad, you know, I'm, having so many clients, I see a lot of patterns. So all of my answers are based on all of my patterns. So, Again, it's somebody, for example, um, you know how we see an old friend and they're kind of a good friend, but there's that little niggly thing that, they, that drives you crazy about them. Well, that little niggly thing is an old unprocessed emotion that you had with them. Maybe they ticked you off one day. Maybe, maybe they embarrassed you. Maybe they shamed you. And you got over it. Oh, let's get over it. Let's hug and make up. Well, you're hugging and making up never got rid of the emotion. So it's still, it's still in us. And then it, gets, then it gets triggered. We all know the word trigger, right? We see that in the videos. Someone triggered and they get angry or they're triggered and they get jealous and they trigger, they get hatred. So that trigger means that unprocessed emotion got activated. It's like wake up like a sleeping bear, that little emotion. So the trigger says activate again. And then they trigger, and then they trigger. And it's always the same emotion. Imagine that person that's always angry, that's always feeling panic, or that's always feeling jealousy about everything, that's always feeling helpless about money. It's not, it's not 100 emotions causing it. It's one. So as a proxy, that means on someone's behalf, I can identify and delete that um, emotion for people. Mm. I actually do a room on Clubhouse, which is an audio app, and I've done 1,500 sessions on different people, on different subjects. Everything from deleting specific food or drink items to physical pain, to anxiousness, to heartburn, to restless legs. And, and this is all, and maybe people will find this hard to believe, but this is all, I guess, long distance, right? So people will think, okay, that's pretty woo-woo. Right. Um, What's going on there? It oh, has to be energy, right? Like well, it is. You know, I live on Victoria, so I'm on an island. Uh, I, I've rarely worked with anybody here unless they're my friends. So everything is done virtually. So part mm -hmm. of my job is, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really lead, you know, Dr. Brad wrote the book, but he's busy doing, you know, training people. So I'm out there explaining it to people. So, and I'm good at that. I was good at that with law of attraction. I was good at that with my other NLP book and your life purpose. So here's, here's how I can answer this question. Do you know, um, well, again, earlier I was using the example about, we say that we got, you know, we got stress in our shoulders, you know, oh, I've got stress in my shoulders. So it is, it really is emotion that does that. But these unprocessed emotions, it means, again, we were really angry or ticked off. And then we went home and we never told anybody. So it's an unprocessed emotion. We buried it. We never told anybody. So to process it, you got you to gotta get ticked off and angry and break dishes and say, oh, I hate when this happens. You really got to feel it and you got to get angry. Otherwise, it's a repetitive emotion that keeps popping up and popping up and popping up. It's so fascinating. And we actually have a couple of volunteers um, on the show today. So uh, so first up, are you ready to proceed with that and help these two individuals? And then I'm going to narrate the process so the listeners will kind of understand. But to give them some context, I have in front of me a chart that has 60 emotions on it. And these are all negative emotions that we all have. And I have a magnet because when I find the emotion, I'm going to delete it. Just like if you said, hey, Michael, can you scan my computer to see if there's a bug in it? And I find it, you're going to say, what? Delete it. So it's not enough to find this emotion causing the problem. I'm going to delete it for them. So I have a magnet. I have a chart. And I have some water to keep me hydrated. You know the expression when everybody says we're all connected? Well, here's my interpretation about that. We're connectable. In other words, we're able to connect, but we're not all connected. That's my interpretation. So if I went to your house and I saw your Wi-Fi on my phone, I would say, oh, I'm just going to get into your, your, your Wi-Fi. Well, I'm connectable. It means I'm able to connect, but I can't connect until I have your password. So when people volunteer, they're giving me permission. They're giving me their password. Otherwise, I'd be working on my neighbors and family and my friends and people on the streets. And so I'm not connected. I'm not connected to everybody, but I'm connectable once people give me their password, which is permission. Yeah, that, and that's a really great distinction because these people have given you permission, permission to um, come on and, and and see what this is all about. So the first person, yeah, the first person that's up is Dahlia. And uh, we also know Michael doesn't know anything about either one of these situations. So I'm as curious as you are how this is going to go. So um, Dahlia, if you can take yourself off mute and you will be with Michael. Hey, Dahlia. Hi. Thank you for volunteering. Welcome. Hi, Michael. Thank you. Uh, where are you calling from? I'd like to give people perspective. Remember, I'm in Vancouver Island, a little island on the west coast of Canada. I don't think you're here. Where are you at? No, I'm in St. John, New Brunswick, so okay. near the east coast. That's right. So, again, this is distance healing. We're at a distance. Tell me uh, what problem or challenge that you're having. Yes. Yeah, so, after going through some, some major life changes, including, you know, um, change in residence, um, moving to a house, having a baby, so parenthood and some some major changes. And I have had to leave sort of the life that I have been more used to and comfortable with. And ever since then, and this has been so, well, the baby is two years old, but the move has been a year from now. Uh, but ever since then, I have been feeling major um, lack of motivation. So I just cannot get myself to 
do what I know needs to be done on both counts. So, for example, taking action and organizing things, arranging things around the house, right. or even caring for myself, like eating healthier, exercising daily, um, things which were not such, such a challenge a couple of years ago. But with this big change in lifestyle and having no family around and with sure. COVID, everything just sort of added up. And I have been feeling this major, major lack of motivation. Like, I know it needs to be done, but I just can't get myself to do it uh, so in my work I work with the problem I work with problems not the story so I let you tell the story longer than I need it but I know that you needed to tell the story so here's what I'm getting lack of motivation the drives missing you don't have that pick up and go you're not taking action on anything you just don't have that motivation that you used to Does that sound accurate Yes. Okay. So right now I'm just muscle testing. Remember I said I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna dial into your Wi-Fi, just like if I was dialing into your computer. And I'm using muscle testing right now. I'm kind of scanning to connect with Dahlia. She's with me right now. I'm still scanning. There we go. Am I connected to Dahlia? Am I Michael Loge? No. Am I Dahlia? Yes. Okay. So I was telling Michael, now I'm her proxy, so I'm gonna say it as if she's saying it. I was telling my Michael, it's been a couple of years. I've got lack of motivation, not taking action. I don't want to do stuff or arrange stuff. I'm just tired all the time. When was, when was in the last five years, when was my energy the best and the brightest and I was getting stuff done? I was planning and plotting and moving forward. In the last five years, was that in 2022? No. Was it in 2021? No. 2021, 2019, it was 2018. Was it in? January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. So 2018 in September, I was at my peak. I was planning and plotting and getting stuff done and moving forward and organized and motivated. Yes. So we found a good benchmark. So we're going to call that zero on the dial. Just perfect. My energy level, everything was just like a thermostat, just perfectly on zero. Uh, as of today, what percentage am I away from that spot? Over 1%? One, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. So your subconscious mind that brilliant knows everything is saying you're eighteen percent away from um, attracting. Uh, sorry, you're eighteen percent away when you were in your ideal energy. Okay, is this a hundred percent emotions related? It is. How many? One by four, three, two, one. Okay, I have a chart of a sixty. I'm going to find it. Is this dread? Yes. Is this? Did I absorb somebody's dread on that date? So I was around someone that was having a lot of dread. You know, they couldn't get up. They didn't want to do stuff. And I picked up that energy. So I'm deleting dread. Deleting dread. Deleting this absorbed dread. Deleting this absorbed dread. Remember, I'm swiping with the magnet right now, deleting this absorbed dread. So I want to compare my energy levels and my motivation levels and compare it to 2018 when I was the highest. How far away from I that now? Under 10%? Under 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, under 1. Am I at the exact spot? So is it okay now for me to expect that I can plot plan and organize and get stuff done and tick stuff off and get this done and get this done and stop procrastinating and get more motivated. Is it okay if I start with that today? Yes. Is it safe? Yes. And am I worthy to do that? Yes. And am I done? Yes. 
Okay. So Dolly, I'm going to come back and have a chat with you. Tell me if okay. anything you heard made sense or if you had a sensation or a thought that you want to share. Well, being at the peak in 2018 definitely made sense. Yeah. And I was uh, recalling what I was doing back in 2018, September. And yes, I do believe I was much happier then and being able to achieve my goals back then. So that did, definitely did strike a, a chord. Yeah. And um Absorbing somebody's dread, that part surprised me a little bit because I wasn't I wasn't aware that it was dread exactly that I had absorbed. I knew I had some uh, unpleasant experiences, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know exactly that it was dread that I had absorbed. Yeah, so that makes sense, right? You're dreading to do it. You're dreading to make a plan. You're dreading to organize. You're dreading to recycle. Like just that dread. Everything's heavy and uninterested, right? Are you getting a, a sense that you can kind of maybe plot some plans for the future and kind of start to move forward with stuff? How does that idea sound? I can try. Yeah. For sure. Does it feel dreadful to kind of think, well, maybe I can make some plans here or set a goal. So that's your homework is to think about that today. What could I, you know, what can you plan? You know, people that don't have plans, they're kind of, you know, they're, they're not moving forward. So that's why, that's why I use the word plan, plan something. Plan something with the family, a trip or a vacation or a dinner. Just look forward to something and notice your energy around that. So, okay, okay. good. That was your session called Releasing Negative Emotions. And again, I found one, oh, your brain directed me with the questions, one old emotion on that date. I could have found out the time of the day even by saying, was it one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock? I, would, I wouldn't know who it came from because I'd have to say, was this from Betty or Bob? Like I could only ask yes or no, but. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how you got it. The best news is it's been deleted, and now you can start to move forward. So thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. Okay. Well, Thank get... you, Dahlia. Okay, awesome, Michael. So um, we'll bring on Michelle in just a few minutes. I, you know, I have some interesting and intriguing questions about what just oh, happened. Sure. Um, but I'll, I'll mute myself. And Michelle, if you could unmute yourself. Hi, Michael. How are you today? Hey, Michelle. Good. Tell me, uh, tell me, tell me what stimulated your visit today. What's going on? Uh, well, when I saw the uh, request for volunteers with somebody who was having shoulder issues, <laughs> that uh, spoke to me very quickly. I have. Um, I'm one of those people that, um, as you say, carries stress in the shoulders and upper back. Yeah. Which, which shoulder, both shoulders? Just tell me about the prop. Yeah, I just want to hear about the shoulders. So is it the top of both shoulders? Um, yes, along, along the shoulder blades, I have a chronic. Uh, my right shoulder is um, worse. Um, I did a couple of years ago have a frozen shoulder on my left side. Um, and I've had work done on that. Um, physically, uh, not, not through surgery, but through, um, like massage therapy and energy, um, work on that side. But my right shoulder tends to be a flare. So right now, tell me about the right shoulder from one to 10, 10, 10, I can hardly move it. Give me a number right now so we can measure my work. Uh, I would say probably about a seven. Okay. That's severe then. Uh, I'm working with Michelle. Uh, okay, I'm working with Smash, right shoulder. She's got lots of shoulder areas. My goal today is to demonstrate how I can help virtually pretty quickly. 
The ideal scenario is that we would spend more time working on your entire body. But today, my goal is to loosen up and create way more flexibility pretty quickly in Michelle's right shoulder. So I'm just going to uh, uh, just get prepared for my little job here and get connected. I'm scanning for Michelle. I have Michelle's permission, just scanning. There we go. So again, I'm Michelle's proxy, so I'm going to use her voice as if it's her asking the questions. Am I Michael Loger? No. There we go. Am I Michelle? Yes. So I was telling Michael about my entire right shoulder, the inflexibility, the pain, and it hurts. Um, right now from 1 to 10, is it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8? It's about an 8. You said 7. Your brain says 8. We're going to go with an 8. <laughs> Good. Is this 100% emotion related? It is. How many? Under five, yes. Under four, yes. Under three, yes. Under two, no. Over two, no. Is it two? Yes. Are they in the same box here? Is it A, one, two, three? Is it anger and hatred? Are these mine? Are these both mine? Deleting this old emotion of anger in my right shoulder. Deleting this anger. Next one. Deleting this old emotion of hatred. Remember, these are baseball-sized emotions. Deleting hatred. Okay, I would delete two baseball-sized emotions. Before today, the pain in my right shoulder was 10, 9, 8. And now it's 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. It's down to a 2. Are there more emotions in and around my right shoulder, around my neck, around the ball of the shoulder, around like the shoulder blade on the right-hand side? Is there more emotions? Yes. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, A, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1. Is this fear? Is it my own fear? Deleting this baseball-sized emotion of fear, hidden fear. Okay. Are there any more emotions there right now? No. Michelle, come back and just gently move your shoulder for me and tell me what you're feeling now. Uh, definitely much looser. <laughs> and I could definitely feel the energy as you were going through the questions. Yeah, it's like a bath bomb. It, was kind of, it fizzes away. Yes. So give me a, a new number now that I know it's just been a second, but now that it's settling, give me a new number. I would say... One and a half, two. Okay, good. So I'm going to work from that. That's why I like to know, right? Because people say, oh, it's better. Well, better's not fixed. Better's better, right? Okay, I'm going to get you to go back on mute there, Michelle. You've got a little echo. Okay, so we're connecting with Michelle. We did a great result so far. That was one minute. So imagine, imagine a 25-minute session. Do all your body parts. Okay, I'm back with Michelle and my Michael Lozier. So are my left shoulder and my right shoulders, are they level in alignment? No, 1A, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2. Is it A, 5, 5? Yes. So I'm going back to this little bit of pain in my right shoulder, the top, the sides, around the shoulder ball, up against the side of my neck, across the shoulder blade. Is there still an emotion causing this? Yes. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, A, 1. Is it A, 1, 2? Is it anxiety? Yes. Deleting this old emotion of anxiety. Okay, anything else I need to do here? No, am I done with that? Yes. Okay, Michelle, that was your session. Let's get a recap from you. Move your, move around, move your arm around nice and gently. 
Yeah, that's that's amazing. I'm not getting that clicking in the shoulder, the rotator cuff. Uh, movement is hugely different. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very it makes much. Sense. Yeah. Thank you. And it makes sense when you know that the emotion's the size of a baseball, right? And yes. no wonder you couldn't lift yeah. your arms. So just be gentle with your arm. Don't don't tick it off today. It's healing. <laughs> okay, Michelle, thanks. No, no major workouts today. Okay, thanks for hanging out. Okay. That was uh super interesting, Michael. Um when we when you go back to, to Dahlia's situation oh, and with Michelle now, for anybody who's listening to this, it might sound like you're talking to yourself. You're going through the years, you're like 2018, 2019, and you're going through, is it the shoulder? That You're asking yeah. questions. So what's going on when you're doing that? that? That's what you call muscle testing. Yes, I'm muscle testing. And muscle testing allows me to get a yes or no answer. And, and understanding that our subconscious mind knows everything. It's stored everything. Almost like everything we ate and smelled. and t- It's like a file folder. It has a file folder in everything. I can find the file folder, but I can't say what's causing the pain. I can only ask yes or no questions. I would say, is it this file folder? Is it this one? Is it this one? So I wanted to go back, you know, without a longer process of hearing all of her challenges, I wanted to go back when her life was going well, right? So I did. And again, the assumption is our subconscious mind is brilliant and knows everything. So I would say, was it 2018? No. Was it 2017? No. Was it 2019? Yeah. And that's how I get the answer. So I'm not guessing at all. I am a good question asker. (laughs) And then when I find the emotion, you can only delete it when you know its name. So good. The brain's saying there's an emotion causing it. And then I can say, is it one of the 60? Yes. Is it this one? And, And that's what you heard me, finding the right emotion and then deleting it. So for someone who is hearing the word muscle testing for the very first time, can you explain quickly what that is? I've heard of it before. If anybody's done any sort of Nate program or things like that, they may be familiar with it. But so what is it? Imagine you, uh, you know, uh, hold up, everybody hold up their left hand and put your, put your index finger and your thumb together. So form, form, you know, the OK symbol, that's Mm -hmm. a circle. Now take the other thumb and finger and loop it through that. So now they're like rings, you know, like the. I want to say, that remember the Christmas tree rings we would do together, right? So these are two rings locked together. And with practice, when the fingers, when it won't let you break the two loops, that's a yes answer. And when the answer is a no, the loops separate because the muscle becomes weak. So with training, you can say, I'm going to use muscle testing, which is the two loops. So when I'm, when I'm saying, is it December? I'm getting a no answer. The loops are breaking. Was it in 2018? Oh, that's a yes answer. My, my fingers got locked in. So the muscle testing. Now, the part that I don't understand is how am I able to connect with somebody? That I don't know. But I do know that the muscle testing with the yes or no questions with their permission, and I can delete it with the magnet. The rest is a little a little weird for me too, but there you go. Okay. Well, you know, we all know, you said you know, we're all, you know, you're connectable. We're all connected. We, we hear we, those phrases, we throw them around because it sounds like you're psychic when you're doing this, but I know you're using this muscle testing. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that you mentioned, you said you delete it with a magnet. Now that may sound like really, woo, you know, out there for people who yeah. he's doing what? Uh, because you said yeah. it's not good enough just to find that emotion. Now, what do you got? Like in, in Dahlia's case, it was dread. You got to delete it. So what the heck is going on with the magnet and the deleting of the emotion? Yeah, that I can't explain. So, 
it, it was interesting when I was reading the emotion code, and I'm not finished reading it yet. There was maybe the best example that I that that Dr. Bradley Nelson gave is if he's talking about if you had a noise canceling headphones. And um, so it works that this is incoming sound. And so it creates a, an outgoing sound that cancels that. Um, so it almost seemed like it was something like th- that's what's happening. Now, I'm not really sure what the magnet work, but uh, I've heard of that before. But it, it, it is super, super interesting. Well, the, the emotions are energy. And the only thing that can dissipate energy is a magnet. And that's mm-hmm. why we use a magnet. Just like a magnet would dissipate the file. If you put it on a disc or something like that, I could rub a magnet. That, that's that's what deletes files as magnets, just like a computer, and that's what deletes an emotion. What are some of the the healings that you've witnessed? I guess you've had one thousand and four people around the the world um, that that have come to you and use this kind of technique. What are some kind of the interesting or uh, fascinating? Well, I'll tell you a quick little story, and then I'm gonna, I built a menu of my things, and I'll tell you why. My sister uh, was my assistant for many years, and. Uh, when I was first started do, doing this work, I had worked with a client and I helped her with her menopause system. She was having night sweats and irritability. She said, can you help me with that? So I did some emotion code sessions with her. The next day, she sends me a message and it said, OMG, I completely got rid of my night sweats and my symptoms. Thank you very much. She didn't send it to my proper email address and it went to Diane, my sister's email address, like the admin email. And my sister looks at it. She sends it and she says, what? She said, I didn't know you could help people with that. She said, I'm, I, have two, I have to put towels on my pillow because I'm sweating so much and I have to just walk around the house and cool off. So I helped Diane, my sister, and I helped her with her menopause symptoms. And then, without knowing it, of course, all of her girlfriends were her age. So I became the menopause whisperer. So I was getting all these clients that said, Oh, I heard you can help me with my menopause symptoms. And I thought, so everybody that came from Diane, and they were mostly from St. John, right? Because that's where she lives. So we were getting all these. So I thought, I got to have a menu. So I have a menu. Uh, I've, I'm not going to read all of them, but there's about 100 things on it. My website is called releasingnegativeemotions.com, which is what I'm doing. So these are in alphabetical order. Aching wrists, fingers, and hands. Addictions. Always cold hands and feet. Always tired and exhausted. Angry and bitterness. Anxious about anything. Anxious in public. Back pain, upper pain, mid pain, lower pain. (laughs) Blocked nasal passages. Burning chest sensation. Constipation. Crying easily. Excessive sweating. Falling and staying asleep. Fear of anything. Grief, guilt, hard to take deep breaths, hatred towards everything and everybody. That's just like a third. Mm. So it's both mental challenges people are having and physical challenges. And blocks, like money blocks, and, you know, relationship blocks, you know, ticking people off. There's an old, it means there's a, a heart wall. You have an energy around you that you're presenting to the world that's left over from an old relationship. We know that happens, but we don't know how. Yeah, I think we call it baggage. <laughs> I've got some old. You've got baggage already. It's the size of a baseball. <laughs> That's so funny. And I'm curious. Like, does it always work uh, with one session with someone, or do some people require a few sessions? Is it the the emotion is stubborn, or it has a difficult time finding? Or like you said, there are many emotions that you may have to be working on. Well, you know, 
Today I just worked on Michelle's right shoulder, but I'd want to work on her left shoulder, her neck and her spine and her hips. And so that would take longer, but, you know, and with all due respect to other practitioners, I'm fast. So, you know, it's, it's still the same process. You got to find the emotion by name and delete it. But I've just developed a, a fast pattern because I do so much, so much, but yeah. yeah, some things take longer. Smoking takes a lot because there's a lot of triggers. Um, I'm help, I can help people delete a food or a drink item in 21 seconds, except bread. <laughs> bread takes <laughs> bread takes about five <laughs> sessions because there's so many kinds of bread, right? There's sandwich bread, hot dog bread. There's Easter, you know, Easter <laughs> bread, hilarious. Christmas bread, dark bread. There's so much kinds of bread. But I do get people to delete it forever and never have another piece. Chocolate, cookies, ice cream, McDonald's, Starbucks. I'm really? deleting restaurant. Yes, I'm deleting. It's all emotion related. And then once they get rid of it. So last week, last Sunday, I did food and drink items on Clubhouse. I helped 20 people delete a food or drink item. Some of those people, and Clubhouse is an audio, it's similar to this, but we're more, uh, there's more people engaged. Some people, I deleted their food item, and then they went to their fridge to go have the food item I deleted, and then ended up throwing it out. Yeah. Like it, it, within, within 25 seconds, completely deleting a food item from people's life. That's fascinating. And if people don't know what Clubhouse is, it's an app that you can download and it's all audio. So it's like you can go to audio meetings and, and in Michael's case, you, people can raise their hand and, and come forward, right? And you can help yeah. them on that particular platform. Yeah, it's like a podcast, but it's live and it has more chat and conversations. Yeah. And sometimes it's disruptive, you know, but, but my rooms are pretty good. Everyone's in there. And, you know, people come in and they give me updates. You know, again, I worked with 1,500 people. So when I go on Clubhouse, a lot of people are alerted and say, hey, Michael's here. And they're, they're rushing in to say, tell me their success stories. So mm. it's quite fun. And what fun. has surprised or fascinated you uh, about learning about the emotion code? Uh, how willing people are to trust me. Mm. I, I mean, I can barely understand it. And then. You know, when someone's in pain, you know, I remember uh, maybe th before COVID for sure, right before COVID, I was at a 7-Eleven store and there was a guy getting coffee. He was limping with a cane, but it looked like a new cane. Everything looked new. It wasn't like an older pain. So we got to the register and somebody asked me about it. He said, oh, I tripped and fell about two months ago and I'm limping and, and I'm hearing it, right? And I thought, and I always have this little voice, do I, don't I? Do I, don't I? And I thought, you know what? I've got nothing to lose. So we're, uh, we're, in the, we're at the register paying for our stuff, each, you know, two cashiers. And so on the way, I said, so, uh, so how long? Tell me about your leg. And he said, oh, and it goes on and on. And I said, hey, listen, I know it's going to sound weird, but if I could help you feel relief in your leg without touching it, are you interested? And he says, well, what do you mean without touching it? So... We sat on the ledge outside of 7-Eleven, like the planters or whatever. And I called up on my phone. I had the chart on my phone. And I had a magnet in my pocket because that's my style. And I deleted the emotions. It was the emotions that he had during the accident that went to the place where he was in pain. And so I'm deleting the emotions. And he's kind of wiggling around on the bench. And he kind of stands up and he lifts one leg and lifts the other leg. And he says, holy blank what the blank was that and he took his cane and he walked over and he put it on the edge of the garbage can and then he starts walking up the street mumbling so you see that 
That were weird. I'm so effed up right now. He was mumbling, walking up on the street and didn't he thank me He thought he was having enough. an episode. And yes, he was just bewildered, right? So it was probably a year into COVID when there was like nobody on the streets, right? So uh, so I'm going to 7-Eleven, you know, get my coffee. And I'm walking down the street and I hear this. Hey, you. Are you the guy that fixed my leg with a magnet? I thought, oh, he is talking to me. Right? <laughs> no, that's not me. That's my friend. You know, I was like, and I thought, fixed a guy with a magnet. And I said, well, he has to be talking to me. So I turned around and he said, it is you. He was so excited. He said, dude, I tried to tell everybody about you, but nobody believed me. And he goes, they, they always say, well, who is it? He said, I don't know, some guy 7 Eleven. And they, they thought he was BSing. So I said, no, I was real. And I said, you just walked away. He said, I know. He goes, and I never felt pain again. So that's a fun story. Yeah, that that is fun and and, and mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, that, that and that's amazing that that this can work. And and if someone's listening, they think, uh, well, this is your crowd uh, anyway on this on this yeah. podcast. But yeah, if yeah, people is, think uh, that is hokey, just like this guy thought and put his cane on the garbage can. Yeah. Does it still work? Obviously, it doesn't matter whether you believe or not. Oh yes, yeah. so you, that, that, your conscious mind might not believe it, but that's not where the work is being done. The work's done at a subconscious level. Listen, you know, before COVID, I was going to a public gym with my trainer. Now I'm in his garage, so it's just him and I. But I w- I'd be on the treadmill, and he would come up and he, he, on the treadmill, and he would introduce me. He'd say, hey, this is my client. I was telling him about, you know, when, when these muscle dudes are in pain, they will drink sea monkey soup to help them, right? <laughs> they will try anything. So he'd walk up to me and these guys have no neck right they're like just they're like just the biggest you know muscle guys ever and they're kind of waddling up towards me and i would stay on the treadmill and they would stand and i would use the treadmill while i'm muscle testing and i would delete and i would have a mag I, I had magnets at the gym tucked away i had three magnets tucked away different places in the gym and i would i would help people's physical pain while i was on the treadmill and these guys would have the same reaction and, mm-hmm. and you know what? Most of them would never look me in the eye after that, even though we were in the same gym. They would, they would look away. It's like, yeah, don't cross me. I'll get my magnet out. Oh, that's so funny. They're thinking you're practicing some voodoo or yeah. something. But I, you know, but I, I, and, and I also love the uniqueness of it. Yes. You know, I love when someone says, hey, Michael, will you help my friend? Or, you know, some, a guy called me a couple of weeks ago. He was with his friend in a restaurant. And his friend was having such a really hard time and, you know, he was feeling lonely and, you know, heartbreak and all that stuff. And so I helped his friend without talking to his friend. My friend got his friend's permission. He said, listen, my buddy, my kid can help you right now. Just say yes. And the guy said yes. And I did the same thing with Michelle. I found out when it was. I nailed the date and it's when it got broken up in the relationship. And he was experiencing sadness and sorrow and insecurity. And I deleted it all during dinner. And then... You know, it takes about a minute, which is boo-hoo. It takes a minute. So I was done the call, and then my friend sends me a video of his friend smiling and eating dinner. And my friend says, my friend can't believe that he feels better, but I knew he would. So mm. I also work with people's children without them being present. You know, young kids yeah. that have anger issues or 
they're bullies or, you know, just, just behavioral problems, you know, everything from, I don't want my toast to touch my bacon to, <laughs> I hate my brother, right. You know, serious things, right. For, yeah. for young boys and girls. And I'm able to do this process very successfully and I'm not done. I can also work with your cat and dog and horse if they have problems. Wow. Well, energy yeah. is energy. I guess what, what yeah. different, you know? Yeah. And one of the things you had said when we, we were pre-chat that you, you helped a lot of people with seasonal allergies. I'm curious, does it work the same with food allergies? Uh, they're not called allergies, but there is triggers, right? So, uh, you know, and it means like, for example, peanut butter. Uh, somebody was eating peanut butter when they had a negative experience and those emotions got locked in together. And that's what seasonal allergies is. It's an emotion that's connected with that smell. Mm. So, so in other words, when that smell comes, we say it's the pollen, but... It's not really the dust of the pollen. It's the trigger when we smell the pollen, it unleashes that negative emotion. And it's usually the emotion of conflict. And I've helped many people get rid of seasonal allergies, even when they've had machines up against their face because they had so many seasonal allergies and it's one emotion that causes it. It's so allergies in general is related to your having a feeling or a trauma or yes. something at that time. And yeah. then what happens? I guess your body, some part of your body has become vulnerable and well, you the, lock the in key, the emotion there. Kind of. The key word is disruption. Mm. In other words, there's a disruption. You know, when we see a pimple, that means there's a disruption. There's something that's blocking, stopping that arm and the skin. Imagine a railway subway system. You know how when it's, it's moving perfectly, A train, B train, all the trains, everything's nice and smooth like an airport, right? It takes one accident on the subway line to shut down the subway. So imagine all this energy is moving, and now there's a disruption on the subway line or in your skin. All's, all pimples and skin challenges, eczema, it's all emotion-related. That it's would be pretty wild for a lot of people to hear because, um, you know, I have a child who used to have eczema as a, you know, all sorts of things, right? And they're all linked to everything. So you scratch your head all these years trying to figure out what is it? How can you help it? And no one's been able to help it other than creams and things like that. So it's very interesting to hear um, yeah. this option, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, the book, uh, the, the, the book of the message called The Tipping Point. Yeah. You know, when I, when I wrote my book on law of attraction, I, you know, it was the first book with the word law of attraction in the title. I mean, nobody knew about it. So I wrote it in 2003. And then in 2008, Oprah had the people from The Secret on. And that's when it tipped over. And for those that are new to the word, tipping means it tipped, it spilled. Everybody knows it now, right? You can, you can there's movies called Law of Attraction. There's Vibe t-shirts. 20 years ago, no one used the word vibe or vibration, right? If they did, they giggled. Mm -hmm. I remember because I was teaching it. So the same with the emotion code. When I'm releasing negative emotions, if, if the tipping point is 12 o'clock on the clock, this methodology is 6.30 in the morning. Like it hasn't tipped over. There's about 4,000 people in the world doing what I'm doing. That's not enough to make you tip. I'm contributing to the tip, Right. Me being here with you, we're letting two more people know, and now more people are learning that they can, they don't have to go anywhere to get, um, in many cases, lots of um, uh, physical mental challenges fixed. So, and I've, I've, I've mentored over 75 trainers, uh, practitioners, and teaching them not how to do a motion code, but how to run a business. 
So it's one thing to be a healer and another thing, well, mm. how do you run a business? And they're not really good at that. So, or they weren't, not all of them, but some of them. Mm. Well, this has been a fascinating conversation. Um, I can't wait to listen back to it, to hear everything that, uh, that you said today. I'm sure I'll be taking lots of notes. Is there anything that you wanted to say about the emotion code that I haven't asked you about? Uh, no, I, you know, this is a paradigm shift. Just like, as we're talking about right now, it's like, really, really, he can do that. He can do that. You know, if you go to my website, which is releasing negative emotions, com, my friend, John and I have been hosting a Facebook live show for 200 and 55 Saturdays, that's five years. And the first, and we used to do it every Saturday. This year we're doing once a month. It's the first Saturday of every month. It's a video, a YouTube video. And we bring two people on just in the chat. And John and I each heal people's physical pain live during that Facebook Live. So we're doing what we can to show people how it works. Doesn't mean they'll understand it, but at least they can see, okay, he's got a chart, he's got a magnet, and He's saying some funny things and my neck doesn't hurt. I'm in. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's, it's super interesting. So releasing negative emotions.com. That's the best place people can. That's right. um, And then they can, yeah. Clubhouse and they can find you on all sorts of other platforms. You're on uh, Instagram as well, as well. So it's Michael Logier is the name you're looking for. Um, Thank you, Michael, for coming on and, um, introducing us to this idea. I think it's extremely fascinating and thank you to Dahlia and, uh, Michelle, nice. as well as volunteers, I appreciate you putting faith in in the process and be willing yes, to well, try that. So you're going to hear their success stories. Well, I can't wait. I will be following up with them. Yeah. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for the opportunity and helping me spread the word. Uh, how releasing negative emotions can help relieve pain without leaving your house. I know we love it. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. That was such a great conversation. If you loved it too, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Please go to iTunes to rate and review this podcast. And if you want to continue the conversation, connect with Soul Sister Conversations on the Facebook and Instagram pages. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Dana Lloyd Leadership, on Twitter at Coach Dana underscore Lloyd, and of course on LinkedIn. See you next week.